Shit, didn't see you guys there. Well, welcome to the smoke spot. This is the smoke session. I'm your host, Luke Rowland. Let's get this podcast started off, shall we? Welcome you guys to the beautiful outdoors of my backyard. This is uh, where we get the weed smoked and the ideas made. And this is kind of where the magic happens. Uh, so off to Reefer's review. I'll be reviewing some actual Reefer this time. I got these at the Dispo. It is called Mockingbird Herbal Apotherapy Botanicals. Basically, these are just lemon candy edibles. Uh, they're pretty good, dude. I think there's sativa concentrate because I don't really pass out with these. These are cool because they like give you the option to nap. They're 10 milligrams each. And I like them. I like them a lot. It's a good high. It's a productive high. I will say, though, uh, fair warning, don't chew this shit. Because it's like a Jolly Rancher or like some taffy. Uh, it'll get stuck in your teeth, and then it's just a no-go. What you want to do is just kind of just have it right on the top of the mouth like this. And it'll just slowly dissolve over time. Yeah, these things are called the Mockingbird 100 milligram Electaries. Electaries. Lemon flavor. I like them. Get them at your local dispo next to you. Moving on to our ganja gamer gimmick. This week was uh, kind of called a talent of the week, where basically I do a certain talent. I should showcase it off to you guys. This week's talent was painting. As you can see here, this is what I painted. It used to be a no left sign. I got it at a farmer's market. I did not steal this shit. I bought it. Five bucks. It was a no left sign because it was a conservative farmer's market. I saw a vision for it, and I turned it into this. It's a mountain, kind of where uh, the beginning of my journey started. Also, kind of like Tempe. Reminds me, I'm gonna call this the Tempe bubble. <laughs> There's my little house, cactus. It's nice. I like it a lot. So, I painted it, and now it's a good gong. Moving on to our cannabis current events. President Biden ordered the release of 1 million barrels of oil per day for the next six months from the United States Petroleum Reserve, marking the largest ever drawdown announcement. And it also breaks the number one rule of dealers everywhere. Never get high on your own supply. The Russian President Putin signed a decree saying he surrenders to Ukraine. Ah, April Fools. Now, he's actually making all foreign buyers pay for gasoline and rubles in an attempt to save and put one last breath of life into his dying economy. But everyone, especially Europe, kind of just said uh, they're not going to comply, stating that they would rather pay for gasoline using Monopoly money. You know, something a little bit more secure. The Oscars happened recently, but you guys already know that. But what you didn't know was that Coda won Best Picture. Who could have known? I didn't see it. Couldn't hear you either. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. And then the Grammys are this Sunday. I don't really know how they're going to top the Oscars, but I think Kanye West has some ideas brewing. And then, uh, moving on to our high thought of the day. Art is a tricky thing. Because at the same time, it can be extraordinarily complex, but then also, like, so beautifully simplistic all at the same time. Like, you're capturing a fucking picture of someone's soul, but it's also just a painting. You know? Or 
maybe it's not even a painting. Sometimes it's like a movie. That's not even about the person who created it at all, but you can totally see how they put their identity into this. Just watch a Stanley Kubrick film. You'll know. Or like, I don't know, comedians, comedy. That's another type of art. Very simple. It's just a guy telling jokes. But through those jokes, you can understand how he looks, or she, or they. Comedians are weird people. View and imagine and see the world, you know? As long as they're a good comedian. Sometimes they're just people telling jokes. Those are just funny people. But I got the edible stuck to my teeth now. So now I kind of just sound like Marlon Brando from The Godfather. You come to me on my daughter's wedding day and ask me of this. I'm going to make you a deal you can't refuse. Die, motherfucker. Bam! But anyway, we got a great show for you guys. This is an art-themed episode. So the fun fact of the day, I have an interview with a local Tempe artist named Joseph Dye. And I get to see his art and his art uh, process and really cool. And then the debate is about what are the different types of art forms and different awesome types of art mediums and shit like that. And that one's actually, that debate's happening out here too during a smoke session. So pretty cool, pretty authentic. That's my type of art form, this. All right. Well, it's going to be a great show. See you guys. All right, guys. So for this fun fact of the day, I'm with an interesting individual that I met at work at the Chuck Box, best burger in the state. But we're not here to talk about food. We're here to talk about art and some fun facts. So without further ado, this is Joseph Dye. Hello, I'm Joseph Dye, the artist that died from too many strokes. So I tell myself, use as much color as possible until it's very refreshing to you. Yeah. Okay. So he's here to show me kind of a preview into his artwork and his his like I guess uh, art method and also what this painting is that he's been working on, what it represents, and everything like that. I when I first saw this, I was like, man, dude, did Paco just, did Picasso just get reincarnated? And, you never know, man. I tell you, Picasso, you got an uh, exhibit happening right now. But he's there for everybody. Oh, yeah. His style is very fun. Taste to already the tartest thing. No matter mm. what you do, it works. And that's the beauty about human, uh, humanity. It works every facet. So no matter who you look like or what you like to do, you be two triangles. So if you just do this all day, you'll be a Picasso painter. You know? <laughs> that's pretty cool to me. It's like he took every little thing. So what I learned from Picasso and art itself is there's no wrong stroke. Do anything yeah. you want. Yeah, well, uh, what Bob Ross says is there's no mistakes, there's only happy little right accidents. Happy accidents. Yeah. So I appreciate Bob Ross. I watched him a little bit as a kid. I don't have a reference in this painting, but <laughs> I thank him for that one. <laughs> Man, maybe you could, uh, those leaves and the vines, could be like that could be the Bob Ross inspiration. I might throw, throw some, uh, some extreme dashes in there, and that yeah. might help me out. But this would. Yeah, I, th I think that's the only stretch you can make it. <laughs> but anyway, enough about other artists. Jeff Dye, tell me about your art and what this means to you as the artist. To me, well, no matter what you watch or how you see, if you appreciate every little bit of thing in life, everything that happens to you. Everything that happens. Everything yes. that happens. is someone telling you a story mm -hmm. for tomorrow. Because you're going to wake up the next day and think about it. Man, I just had a really good conversation. I got to add that. So I'm not just capturing a picture, but... It's like have the next day being presented to you. Gotcha. I'm not going to enjoy it today, but I'm like 90 years old, 100. I'm really going to enjoy it. I was like, man, I finally got that message because I lived enough of my life. And uh, it branched out to me at the right time. So I appreciate that. 
So I try not missing too many details. If I can add it, I add it, but I make sure it fits the story. 100%. Yeah, that's what I've noticed whenever you've talked about this. Every little aspect of this piece of art has a detail and a contribution to the overall grand narrative of it. Definitely. So what is the narrative of this painting? This is about a woman having a baby and it's a proposal. So when I look at a red wing, I, I was looking at a fish. You know, I, I was just swimming around. I hope I get this. What I, what I got to do to impress this woman? And I, a fish blinked at me. It looked like a red wing one day. So oh. we got a little giant goldfish right there. Like, the red wing, right there. We can move on. He's like, you got to cover yourself up. Yeah. So like, all right, I think I can get this. Yeah, cool. And so, uh, as, as I was feeding the fishes, and I looked at the fish tank, I noticed there's like a little crack line in it. So it's like a giant smile. You know, I, I can't escape this fish tank, but if you get close enough, you might find the stream to, to get to me. So maybe that was an inspiration for somebody uh, going fishing and say, oh, I think I got it. And so I take that little string, that silver lining, and said, if you stick with me and things grow, you have not have a nice vineyard, and some days you got to stop on it, that grapes, it'll, it'll get to you. you know, there's, yeah. there's not too many fruit here. So this, I guess this vine kind of represents like the silver lining that turns into a vine that bears fruit and like hope for opportunity. Exactly. I put it next to an instrument so hopefully it resonates. So when you steep it and go through it, you got enough of a youth. So I got a wine glass that's oppressed. So yeah, right here, right. you sip that wine and let it uh, <laughs> marinate inside of you. And hopefully the beautiful kid shows up out of the abyss and saying, man, I got it right at the right time. Yeah, it's kind of like the creation of, like, of the adversity through the growth of the fruit. It resonates with you. And with that, you can create, either create music, create life, create celebration. Oh, yeah, man. All in different ways to end the circle. Curation, destruction. I try to go through seven circles. I try to make sure it fits for everybody. I don't want to exclude you, but if I got to, uh, I make ask colors so you can uh, piece together. I love pop-out books. So, okay. I mean, I look I have is a bug-out pop-out from the 90s. It's all appropriate. <laughs> you open it up, it's like a trick-or-treat Halloween thing, mm. uh, brown house, golden sun, uh, some shadow figures. And it's okay. a pretty cool thing. Nice. So I stuck with that through all my art. So it's like a pop-up. Yeah, this is, even though it's two-dimensional, it does pop out at you. Exactly. When I was walking over, I, I could see it from the other side of the parking lot. I was like, oh, there it is. All right. <laughs> Let it stick to you. It's like a pop-up bubble. It's, a little <laughs> it's not stopping there. It goes together with me. And so uh, my favorite thing is history. Mm. Map keys. So I try to use a map key somehow. I don't, I don't want to just put uh, this giant square. Okay, so okay. I try to make it, uh, a few squirrels throughout it, and say, okay, there's a map key here. There's a kid. they got to be a mom and a dad somewhere. And, no, I'm pro-67, no, interracial marriage. So <laughs> you, you can figure out where I'm at. <laughs> you, you just piece it together and string yeah. it. So he's out there somewhere. So I have fun with it. You know, if it sits with you for like 60 years, you know, come back to me. Say, I'm ready to talk about this pain now. <laughs> I don't know what I just watched. I had kids, grandkids now. I'm older. You know, I, mean, I was young. He's probably doing something stupid, but look where he at now. I'm like, yeah. Noticing, like, with the ability of hindsight and looking back older into the actions that you do as your younger self, you can you can really start to explain why you did those. Even when you were a kid, you couldn't explain. You were just like, Dude, I'm just doing this because this is what I feel like. Larry. Right. I'm smashing rocks in an alley. Like, let me do it. <laughs> I'm happy. But then it's like, 20 years from now, you're like, why did I love to smash rocks in an alley? Oh, because I'm a geologist. Like, obviously. Right like there. it makes all sense now. I should tell you what, man. I was five, uh, eight years old. Mm -hmm. I used to pick up these uh, stones and just hit them with uh, a stick. Until my <laughs> grandma said, well, you're throwing a diamond away. Stop it. <laughs> and she showed me a rock. You saw you sparkling? 
Well, that's a diamond ring. At first, I didn't get it. Mm. Go to science class in high school. Oh, pressure. Uh, heat and walk up, break down, you make diamonds. Yeah. You know, a lot of pressure, a lot of heat. Yeah, the cold, right the there. pressure. I was like, okay. I finally got what my grandma was telling me. I was like, all right. Every song's precious. You know, make it happen. Something else. I was like, I I get to it. I remember, uh, I remember my parents, uh, I was kind of the opposite of where, like, we had some construction in the backyard, so there was literally just this, like, giant ditch in the backyard for, like, a month and a half. And I got bored and started entertaining myself with my imagination and just, like, pretending I was mining in, like, the mines of Moria or something. Oh, and I'd pick up these, like, giant pieces of iron and, like, break them and crumble. They'd, like, be sparkling and stuff. And I'd be like, oh, this is so cool. I want to show this. I should make a rock shop uh-huh. instead fuck lemonade stands right let's go into the front yard with all my rock collection and see if i can sell any of these cool shiny things i'm telling you that's good i idea. think i made like one dollar in total sales and that was because my parents got my neighbor to like like drive down and be like wow an iron rock cool i'll, I'll give you a nickel for it kid like, like yeah. oh, that's something special though man geology oh, yeah. uh volcanoes essentially you know mm-hmm. each rock is different you know yeah a solid black one uh sparkling crystals inside it you got cool reef that looks like deep sea diving no if you can't afford to go deep sea diving go through alley pick up some rocks that okay somewhere in space of this universe is somewhere around there so you're not missing out on anything that's pretty cool you can't go swimming just look up in the sky it's blue enough Uh, it's the best thing i can do right here it's close enough float around right right there just float around what i also love about one more thing about rocks is the every rock is just a different step in the cycle rocks and my dad was a science teacher so he oh. taught me like like all rocks are from the same magna from the same earth's core like the same essential thing but like an obsidian is an obsidian rock because it's gone through this entire environmental process and it's aged and it's done all this stuff but eventually it'll become a sand pebble so like they're all part of the same thing it's just where you end up because of where you're at uh, and i think that's really cool because in a way humans are like that we're all rocks. We all are made up essentially of the same flesh, same bone, mm-hmm. but we're all drastically look different and drastically act different, drastically are different in our own psychologies, our own personalities, not because of anything like biologically inherently different, but because of the way we lived our life and the path that we followed. Definitely. The path that we followed. So every fish has a wiggle, exactly. but it'll get to the other side of the coast at some point. So <laughs> I trust it no matter what. Yeah, you know? every, yeah every fish has a river. Exactly. You know, you, you float in a river, it goes up and down, uh, just like a hammerhead shark. You know, I, I may not look this way, but I got—I still got 360 vision. I still got it. <laughs> I still can see. Yeah, I trust the fins. I, I got the fins. You know. So is this—is uh, this like your main type of medium of type of art, or do you do other stuff as well? I just uh, paint. paint. I love painting. Gotcha. You know, acrylic, oil. But my mm. favorite paint is uh, flashes, the Frank, and bougies. Okay. Okay. Right now, I can't pull $20 of paint to you. It was like $5 for me. I was like, oh, man. Coronavirus hit. What happened? I was like, oh, I can't use that right now. And so, <laughs> back to the drawing board. Exactly. Yeah. So I use a different paint. I'm, I'm mostly using acrylic. I got some oil inside it. But with every decade and generation, uh, a tragedy does happen some days. Mm-hmm. But you got to paint what you can't say. No, don't just stop painting and say, I, I don't have the tools. You got everything you need inside you. No, okay. It's a reflection of what happened this time. So in 2022, while we're living in 2050, yeah, they were going through, uh, Crimea was losing, uh, Russia was taking a lot of things, uh, uh-huh. but somebody reached out to Russia to help some of the kids out. Uh, McDonald's left. Uh, <laughs> bunch of, a bunch of good business deals happened, but we someone fell in love at some point, 
know, we caught the times. We, we stood up. We didn't just crumble down. We didn't pass away. We didn't have another throw rule, hopefully. Yeah. We talked it out. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. That is a nice car. That happens every now and then. So you see one. Definitely. Y'all can't see it, but there's like a red Corvette just in this parking lot right now. That's another type of art form in its own, right there. Oh, I hear you. My uncle used to have a Corvette, man. He had a he had an all white one. <laughs> I don't always step outside my house, man. My uncle would just show up. He got these nice jeans on, oh, uh, pants. Would uh -huh. just have to stick his leg out, man. One day you get one of these. I'm like, oh my goodness. And I, I'm almost <laughs> close. I'm gonna try to get a Ferrari. So I'm, I'm gonna 65. So I, I think I'm close enough now. Okay. So I, I, I owe that I want like the oldie but a goodie is uh, the 66 Lincoln Ventura, oh, which is, I want to redecorate it so it yeah. looks exactly like the Batmobile from the Adam West. No, 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 Batman. Oh, that's my, that's my end all VR. I hear you, man. I, I used to play trombone. Oh, same. I figured how to play the Batman theme song that time. Yeah. Right there. That's all he was. It's like, oh my God. Just have fun, man. Lately, I've uh, jamming to Miles Davis. It's made me have fun like that. You know, you gotta be a pitch perfect. Mm -hmm. Just get it out there. That's all you gotta yeah. do. Get it out there. Okay. They're gonna love it no matter what. Guaranteed. Right. Thanks, Bach. If you understand <laughs> that reference. Yeah, I get you. Yeah, I remember when I was like trying out instruments and stuff in fifth grade. I really wanted to be like a drummer, like in the drum percussions. <sighs> Everybody does. That was always the coolest stuff, and I was yeah. like, that'd be so cool to do. But I had no rhythm like to oh, save my man. life. I tell you what, man. And my teacher was like, all right, like in fourth grade was when we got to try out all the instruments. And I was like, I really want to try to do a drummer. And the okay. teacher was like, kid, like, like, try drumming for a summer. And if you got better, then I'll let you be in percussion. Okay. And then I like tried all summer, came back, like tried out the drum kid again. And he was like, how do you like trombone? Oh. <laughs> You, tell you, you got too I'm much trying. style, man. Uh, Tommy Dosey, you got all the style, essentially. Uh, go with that one. I used to want to be a trumpet player. Ooh, okay. But I didn't have the Dixieland in me. But I had the, the sliding cat in me. So I was gotcha. like, oh, man. It's like, you ever see a cat just doing the same thing in place? So he gave me the trombone, and I tried this out instead. You might get it. And it was like a cool trombone. It had a rose on it. I was like, oh, I was thinking Guns N' Roses. I'm like, oh, man. He was a cool guy, too. He was like, I know. Make sure you keep your jacket tucked on you. Uh, hold this. I was like, thanks. Still got it to this very day. So, I never lose my trombone. Yeah, I think I, I think my parents still have my trombone. I had like this one trombone oh. that like was, I think I was supposed to rent from the school, but I ended up just taking it. I have it some days, occasionally, you know, and, you can't then, get upset. And then I have another trombone that my parents got from Goodwill. I was like, you needed an at-home practice trombone, but it was like from the 20s, and I'm like, when I breathe into this thing, I feel like I'm making out with death. Oh, um, goodness, man. That's the best thing, you know. Man, could you play some jazz, dude? I hear you, man. You got to keep this old instrument. I'm from old jazz town. Uh, we, get, we make uh, instruments. The, the building is still there. Nice apartment building for elder ladies. Okay. So I respect that, and I, st you know, keep up, stick up the old instruments. They, mm. they stick with you for the rest of your life. They don't leave so. you. It's like going to uh, the Boga Shack, the Chuck Box, and getting a mm -hmm. uh, red cream soda, the house root beer, a large bucket of fries. Uh, I got a bucket here. Just throw a bunch of fries inside, <laughs> and somehow there's a cheeseburger inside. I was like. Here, sit down. Like, oh, thanks. Yeah, that's what I like yeah, about it. It's old fashioned. Man. It's, you need it. You know, some, sometimes the more things change, the more they need to stay the same. Stay the same. No, 35 seconds or less. No, stay the same. It, it may seem longer, but you still get that 35 seconds or less, no matter what. Mm -hmm. you know, it tastes good. Ooh. I appreciate it. And it's quality, too. Quality, every which. Speaking right. of quality, any other qual qualities of this you want to talk about? I like yeah. you. 
I remember you mentioned that there's also a mirror, right? Is yeah. This, so the, the mirror, mirror is the yellow and pink. It's the frame okay. of the mirror. Okay. So the story behind the mirror is a guy was in a coma once, and a woman she sleep in the bedroom, you know, and so while he's looking at looked at the woman while she sleep, you see the woman while he was sleep, kind of, mm-hmm. he he smiles, and in mm-hmm. hope, in a whole place, in the mirror cracks, because he's smiling, and when she wakes up, she looks at the mirror, before she said he's smiling. So it's like we, I just shared a dream with a guy that's half dead in a coma. It's like that's supposed to say like he spoke through a voice. It's like he's smiling. So she didn't take the mirror as breaking as a bad thing, but him smiling and say, "I know you're around somewhere. You'll get here at some point." So you can see the break by the yeah, black yeah, and yellow yeah. toes the head, uh, way up there. Okay. That's the smile. It's okay, like, I see. Yeah. Smile and then yeah. So so it's a shattered mirror. So all yeah, the black and pink is kind of like going all over. Exactly. You see. Where they're going from. In the previous paintings, though, know, I make sure the stories connect. There's a painting that's black and pink. You no, know, it's the woman has a candle, and you you can see the woman's body because it's just like uh, her legs not there. But you look at her stomach, you see her legs like this. So it's a full portrait picture. And I thought that was pretty innovative. I didn't forget not a single part of her body. And essentially, this is about her drinking too much wine and saying, uh, "I'm about to go see my man tonight." So hold on, <laughs> I, I, portion, I, the lights are slightly off right now. I got the candle, so I don't don't went over the couch. So that's part of that story right here, like the woman sitting with the great face. Okay. You know, there's wine, a wedding ring on her own. Hopefully, it's cool that you bring continuity to your pieces. I can't. To, it, I think it's like a cool narrative for the next sixty or eighty years. Okay. You know, nice. that way, my grandkids, grandkids, grandkids. Who who was this guy? Well, let's talk this painting. And you, <laughs> what was he doing? Let's find out. <laughs> oh my goodness, that's what he was doing. Boy, I, do I have a story to tell you? Exactly. Guys. You don't got to ask the gallery. I know they have that fifteen minutes, but this guy. Oh, I know for the next 65 minutes now. I can't get rid of him. I say, <laughs> you can't cover that up. He says that. So <laughs> I know what, he, what he's like to do. So I think it's pretty cool. That's the beautiful thing about art is that, like, yeah, it's also it's something cool to look at, but there's also a story behind it that exactly. you can find out and learn about, and it just adds to the imagery. You can't get over it, man. There's still easy to get out. I mean, journalism is very important. You know, you guys teach us some cool things. Like we didn't, I didn't even notice about that. Uh, <laughs> let me add some pages in here somehow, so you guys can you know put the numbers there and the sticky tag. Like, we got you. So <laughs> thank you for that. Um, What's that? This is a really cool thing. I, I do like the addition of the. Oh yeah. man, uh, the the kid's face is probably my favorite. Well, that branch of leaf is a very special. Like this, you see you're blushing, but essentially it's just a branch with some uh, with the sunlight. Mm-hmm. And a uh, fruit uh, be kind of yeah, squeezed kind of just, on. It also looks like his cheeks in a way. Like yeah, he's made, like he's blushing. So it's a female named Glasshouse. So the paint title of the painting is Glasshouse resting with her mom. So, okay. I, I love toys like a, like a yo-yo, a mirrors. I, I used to collect glass bottles, like those old root beer bottles. I collect them. Mm-hmm. You know, pocket watches. So I made sure she's always happy. You know, I get her some dolls. Uh, yeah, that baby looks like it's rocking out, right? Exactly. Now. No, she's, she's cool. I, I make sure she's not missing a single thing. It's all there. And it might, where I go up at, we got a bakery, paint shop, and it, inside this wallpaper paint shop, I, I tell, I used to see some cool toys. I'm like, what? What is this? Yeah, this yeah, part of the building never open up. Well, you, get, you go to see his wallpaper, like, pick your wallpaper. I got some cool designs. I'm like, cool dude. Uh, and then there's a restaurant. Italian restaurant, Italian liquor store, downtown, so it's just like a poppy neighborhood. You know, you can swing through, no drama, too many branches, uh, very grab some juice. Very aesthetic, please. Exactly, you know, I, I can't hate it. 
<laughs> he taught me some cool things. Like, man, that's pretty cool, man. Yeah, Thank yeah. you for all that. Style, they stick yeah. with you forever. Like, all right. So hopefully I get come back one day. And this is a band building I really want. Tell me to take a paint shop. No gallery for me. Like, yeah, I'll paint upstairs. I sell my paintings downstairs. Uh, back behind it, I can sell you some paintings. Uh, not paintings, but uh, I made paint like for paint you. Materials. Yeah, paint. Right, well, here you go. You can fold this. It's handmade paint. I'm not gonna charge you on my leg. Maybe two fingers. Right, yeah. <laughs> Fifty-five cents. We'll see your pocket, kid. Yeah. Right, give me that. Yeah, paint. <laughs> I'll check it out. Okay. Keep doing the right thing. Hopefully you go to school. Yeah. Get out of here. Come back. Paint warehouse. Awesome. Right there. Paint warehouse. Pretty cool. I think can add uh, to to the store. My mom, family, they have a grocery store right there. So no, just keep adding to it and saying, man, thanks for not leaving my neighborhood. You guys came back. Whenever you want to get down to doing that, I have an architect friend who's like, he's in college right now, but like, that's literally like his kind of spiel. Is he wants he wants a way to develop like warehouse industry for for urban communities as a way to give back to the community in an affordable way. Okay. And he's figuring it out. I'm not gonna like spell spill out his whole thing, but he's figuring it out. He's doing it, and now what his process will make art like you like this. Like what your vision you just said, like actually be into fruition. So oh, I, it's cool that you have a great idea like that. Thank you. It will come true. You definitely uh, chase after it, man. Uh, the, I tell you the story about a wholesome guy. Grandpa mm-hmm. is cool. He came from Italy. Uh, it was like a, a stool. I don't not milk so, but he had it himself. Mm-hmm. But he had to fight for it. Got it done. Didn't care. Make sure no one lost the house. Like, here we yeah, got I this. He has to fight for what he. Yeah, and then his uh, son took over. Mm-hmm. Ran throughout the city, got it done. Cool, probably. I said, got it done. Now nah, I'm, I'm a baby. Said, oh, you're a cool kid. <laughs> hey, he's still the same guy. <laughs> yeah, he said it's a cool menu. It like, shows the life story of it. Now it's not a uh, grocery store no more, but he kept it there. Gotcha. So, so if you ever want history, all you gotta do is walk outside. But you want a more detail? This guy downtown, he'll show you old pictures and really take you all throughout the city. I have so, to yeah. check it out. Yeah. El- Elkhart, Indiana. Yeah. Cool place, man. Right next to Notre Dame University. Yeah, yeah, Can't yeah, miss yeah. it. If I ever find myself in Indiana, that's definitely oh, a stop I'm going by. Definitely. So I guess we're getting getting to 20 minutes right now, which is kind of when I usually stop with the interviews. Yeah. Any last words or anything you want to say about the painting, say about yourself, or just say out to the world? Now is your time, Joseph. I tell you guys, uh, stick with it, and dreams do come true. That's all I gotta say. It do come true, man. Sweet. All right. Thank you, dude. Right on. All right. So for this three sides of a coin debate for episode four, it is the many, many faces, many different sides of the coin of art and art forms and different mediums. Though it's kind of a loosely, uh, purposely vague. Uh, definition of art that we're going with basically art is just any form of self-expression an artist uses a medium for to do that so like you know music or comedy or uh, you know just literature poetry or some other stuff more complicated mm-hmm. just any way that an audience can kind of get a sense of how someone is feeling or who they are as a person through identity, but through their works of self, you know, not just crying, you know. No, for <laughs> real, doing for something real. <laughs> That's art. <laughs> if you can have the motivation to want to cry, that energy to want to just cry, but instead do it into something else, 
That's art. There it is, dude. So, what's your favorite art? My favorite art? Yeah. It's definitely got to go with, like, music. Music, but what type? You know? What type? Yeah. So, mainly into hip-hop, dude. So, like, the majority of, like, it's probably everything just because it all, like, betrays a giant message that just makes sense to me. What is that message? Well, dude. I need specific. It's literally just, like, with originality and, you know, just being who you are and representing what you do with, like, passion, dude. Mm -hmm. And then just just staying on the hustle constantly, you know? So the message is just being like, here I am, here's where I stand, no one can move me. Yeah, and it's all about, like, how you express yourself, you know? I like that. Like, expression of just, you just being you, you know? That's just how it is. It's been so good. <laughs> no, like, for real, though. Oh, I like it. I like it. Real <laughs> for real. Yeah, you chill, you chill. Yeah. I am also, yeah, I like that. What's your favorite piece of art? Art form. My favorite piece of art. I don't know yeah, about specifically. I don't know if I have like a favorite art medium. Well, have you ever created art? Yeah, I paint a little bit. Alright, so what's your favorite piece of art that you've ever created? Um, I have this painting where it's like um, like a negative image of a head. Uh, like, like a side profile, I guess. It's like a okay. silhouette, but like in the negative. But then I filled in the brain with like a bunch of colors and it's my favorite piece of art because it's the only piece of art that I've ever created that has like an actual meaning behind it and like I guess like that's that's like art right yeah like like art without meaning is not really art no it's just content it's just yeah so like I guess the only piece of art I made was that because it was like a representation of like mental illness in a painting and like what it's like to go and like not even mental illness but like like mental diagnostics of like like ADHD or like a representation of my brain Mm. and it just like I like uh, that. It's cool. But, like, my favorite art to, like, look at, I guess cinema. Cinema? That's a very meticulous art. Yeah. The, and like, you gotta be real type A to be an artist and that type of shit. Yeah, no, I can yeah. never do it. I can never do it. But, like, I, I guess, like, something about, like, creative direction in movies is, like, awesome. That's why I love Wes Anderson films so much. Have you, do the French Dispatch, I watched yeah, that. I watched dude, the that same day so you did. Good. I was watching that shit, I'm like... Yep, this is it. You still got it. This is it. That one literally, like, because it's funny because during spring break, I literally, I did read a literary magazine, which is another art form that has beauty in its own way, of just how someone can, like, the way that, the way that a writer uses words um, to just create a reality in their own way of how they're speaking about it through just the narrative and stuff so interesting especially when you read different writers and multiple times as you do in a literary magazine yeah. you get to see other people's point of views and stuff and how it flows and how it makes up just the entire mood of like the narrative that you're reading very cool I bet I've never um, done that though but the French Dispatch is very reminiscent of that kind yes, of vibe it's exactly like what you, that like is. when I was watching that I felt like what I was when I was reading and act mm-hmm. like I would like McSweeney's is the yep. actual literary magazine that the French Dispatch was based off of. Paradise in a way. Yeah. And it's cool. It's cool that art does that. It, it's, art imitates art. Yeah. It imitates life. It imitates art. Yeah, exactly. And then it's an endless paradox. Yeah. Yeah man. Movies are cool. Mm-hmm.
cool. Short TV show. Yeah, same stuff. Same stuff. I feel like I can get the most emotion out of movies, more than like any other art form. I don't know why yeah. that is, but like... It's just like visually, you know? It just sticks with you better. Sticks with you, like... I guess maybe because like... It's, in my point of view, the most real of art forms in the sense that like it's the easiest to get captured by like characters and like put yourself in their perspective and like experience yeah, it's very empathetic exactly it's form. a very empathetic relationship that you have with what you're watching and that is like it's like best the best art is like the ones that like pull emotions out of you because they're the most real and raw and movies just do that for me I I all cry. Especially like, especially the setup of how you watch movies. Especially like like the the true art form of going to the movies is going to the movies and like you get you're in a theater like it's a special presentation, glowing lights, and like you're ready for it, you're comfortable, and then it's two hours of your time. You're emotionally invested. You feel like at the end you feel satisfied. While like TV shows, it's like in your home and it's meant as entertainment something to like pass by your afternoon yeah um, but not all TV shows not all TV shows but I'm saying like that's how it started off as uh, I fucking hate the entertainment sometimes. as the industry sorry um, but what's cool now is as time is progressing is they're kind of flipping now if you think about it like the definitely the like the art level of movies now because there's more and more is becoming more and more generic yeah uh, you really feel like, oh, I've just wasted two hours of my life watching Kevin Hart and Ice Cube just talk about shit yeah. and pretend to be cops for two hours like that. Damn. But then TV shows are very artistically forming now because so many people are spending so much time indoors in their houses that they can dedicate hours of binging where they get even more like ingrained into the enrichment of the TV show world because of that it's a whole other art form yeah you know I'm thinking about this now and I'm realizing that it's a little uh, conflated to just say movies as an art form is my favorite because like it's not just one thing it's like multiple different forms of art like in one thing and yeah that's it's why a it's, very mo- it's a montage yeah like sure. collection so and once soundtracks play huge part of movies exactly oh yeah that's another the way that music can yeah. make you emotionally resonate like, like the Star Wars soundtrack is a perfect example of that like, oh yeah your favorite movies have the best soundtracks oh I'm yeah. like John Williams is an artist like a pinnacle artist dude he has soundtracked everyone's like from the 80's childhood to think about it or scored it at least you know yeah fucking music like I still I like I probably have rewatched the the Death Star battle scene like hundreds of times and I still get on the edge of my seat solely because of just the like the just the chills the music just fulfilled this role perfectly 100% oh yeah to build suspense anticipation mm-hmm. also one moment and that's really cool about like artists and like the ability to create art in itself is like you have to be able to capture that emotion and replicate it in something that is not inherently supposed to be emotional. Like, it's just playing, you know, music strings. And it's just, but because us as humans were able to emotionally connect with that type of thing so much for some reason, 
Uh, it makes it beautiful, man. Like, it makes, you know, it brings people together. Like, a lot of people, for some reason, feel like they intimately know artists because of their art, even though they've never had a conversation with them. Yeah. Like, how many people were devastated when Juice World died? Yeah. And he was apparently <coughs> pretty shy. So he probably didn't meet a lot of people, but he still created so much art that inspired many. Dude, just look at the death of, like, Tupac, bro. Oh, yeah. Look at the amount of deaths like that attracted. Mm-hmm. Like X. Like, that attracted an insane amount of people, bro. God, Are you serious? And like, even so Tupac's sad. death, like, over X time, so people sad. are still sad about that. Like, people Yo, grow yeah, up to, this to day, find out bro. that Tupac died, and they're like, ah, oh, fuck, dude. Yeah. Like, nah, people to this day still mourn that shit heavy, bro. Like, Jada still mourns that shit heavy, bro. Have you seen the new episode of Atlanta? Nah, I haven't yet. The second episode, they like do a thing that Paper is Boy. based off of that. The whole Tupac living shit. It's pretty funny. Hmm. I won't say anything else about He's it. He's living Cuba somewhere. But it's it's pretty <clears> funny. <throat> and there's also like just like I guess different uh, directness of how art is, like art exemplifies emotion and stuff like that. Like, stand-up comedy is a very raw art where you, like, like the artist's, like, ability to wear themselves on the, their sleeve publicly is, like, kind of what show, like scales them as an artist. Like, a comedian who's very closed up and you don't know too much about them and how they work and how their mind, like, like isn't a good comedian. Not nowadays. You need a... You need to be able to connect with the audience on more than just a entertainment or professional level. Yeah, I agree. And that's where the fun of it is when you like start like really connecting with people from their faces and just like oh, it's cool. Sorry, bro. Lily, that sign's like a piece of art, bro. Oh yeah, like do that yeah. shit. All right, like that's like good too. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Me and, me and Martinez were just out here. Uh, I was like, yo, I have a bunch of paints. I have this sign. I've been meaning to. I kept on seeing like a little vision of how I wanted to paint it if I could paint it. And I was like, yeah, let's just do it. And then Isaiah painted uh, his hard helmet into like this thing. And he actually, it was really cool how he did it. He manifested it the way that he represented the way that he views himself through uh, his relationship with God, but also, like, nature, and then, like, he painted it blue, because he's like, I always like clear skies. And then the front of it is his demon mode, which is just so sick. Got, like, teeth and shit. Pretty accurate, too. It is. I'm like, that. that is you. as a hard helmet. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> when you at uh, Waffle House that one night? Remember when? Remember when he started banging his head violently on the wall? He he was sitting next to the window, and just turned and just started banging his head against the glass. We were all just like, (laughs) "What the fuck?" He just like turned, and we're like, he gave us like the look, and we're like, "Oh fuck, he's gonna do it again." (laughs) Round two. Video of that. (laughs) Damn. That's the mind of the artist, man. Yeah, that's sad. Just for memory's sake. I know, yeah. Like, literally everything from college. Yeah, that's... Damn. 
could, you could view it as like a metaphor then. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> For sure. That's bro. what irrationalizes. That's, that's the only way to do it is to keep copium. It. Yeah. It, it's a bolt of lesbium. I wish I knew more about it. I have a very limited knowledge of Dude, there's the actually fine a, arts, especially. There's a shit ton of art, like, museums around here. Like, well, my grandparents used to take me to a bunch of them. There's, have you been to the Tempe Art Center on the lake? Dude, mm-hmm. you should go there. Oh, is that the one that's, uh, yeah, I thought that was, so like, an auditorium or something. Nah, dude. It's, it's, like, it's a museum? like, they got, yeah, they got an exhibition, exhibit, exhibits, that's what I'm going to say. Yeah. Exhibits all around. Last time I went there, they had like the circles of exhibits. It was all just a bunch of crazy ass, like multicolored circles. I had a great ass time with my parents there. It's a great place to go for a day. And they have like this like uh, outdoor venue place that uh, does like an optical illusion with the way that it's designed exteriorly. Oh, that's so sick. it looks like you're standing on water from a distance if you like see it. And like, oh, I want, I want to do stand up comedy there so goddamn badly, man. Do a special there or something? Who knows? Oh yeah, that'd, that'd be, be like a fucking dope. That'd be like a moment for you. Where's some weird art? Like, what are some weird uh, pieces of art that you've seen? Dogs playing poker is fun. Dogs playing. Oh, I, I, I know that. I like that piece. What is it? Oh. I, I'm so stupid. Like, I wish I knew more. Uh, I can't remember if that's technically like camp or like kitsch. I think that's how you pronounce it. It's like a parody of the fact that it is a parody. I guess is what, how to describe where it's just like so it's, it's a meme of itself and like it's like spread to the masses actually these are two completely different art forms and I'm completely like one of them is just like it's just like something that's like I guess this is my bro science explanation of it because I know nothing uh, but it's like uh, well good thing it's a podcast yeah it's like you know it, it's like a, it's like obviously like ugly in a sense where it's like it's on purpose yeah it's like a purposeful ugly uh, to where it's like applies to the masses I think that's how it is so like dogs right. playing poker is funny because like it has like such a crazy like backing like uh, most people in the art world know of dogs playing poker but it's just like a meme of the community yeah I gotcha stuff like that I don't know anything about it if my girlfriend was listening to this she'd be like what the fuck are you talking about because she's an art history major so mm. That's how I have this li- very limited knowledge of gotcha. what this shit is. From just the stuff that you've, like, slightly muffled out. Yeah, slightly, like, pa- exactly. That you've half listened to. <laughs> or, like, like, papers I've proofread of hers. Like. Oh, yeah. I guess another interesting piece of art is, like, graffiti. Ooh, 100%. Like, it can be super dope. With your eyes real quick. But, like, oh, that shit. That's art right there, man. <laughs> People listening, yeah. you just fucking blew bubbles out with nicotine smoke. You're getting better at that. Yes, I am. Uh, and it looked like you look like fucking the the fairy godmother from uh, <laughs> from Cinderella. The bibbidi bobbidi boo. Yeah, no, graffiti's definitely cool, especially like yeah. murals and shit. I like, I like. What's your favorite type of graffiti? Yeah, it's usually like the '90s hip hop rappers. Like the graffiti of like Nipsey, like Tupac. There's some nice biggie ones. They're just fucking dope, dude. Yeah, I like the one. I like graffiti found in places where it's like, how the fuck did they get up there? Or like, oh, that is true. Yeah, that's an interesting. Where it's like creative, like 
creative place is to just paint something, like right in front of a ton uh, tunnel entrance or something like that. Yeah. It goes with the environment. I've, I've, graffiti, I've done some graffiti uh, Dude, I've seen some on like freeways. Before. Yeah. Like the ones on freeways, like how? Mm-hmm. Like freeway signs, like bro. Like they got, they how got did you do that? Like, like on bridges and shit. Like someone definitely saw you. Mm-hmm. Like they just saw it happening. Yeah, graffiti's cool. Jacob was telling me a lot about graffiti. I just didn't know. Like I grew up in Scottsdale. Like, I don't know anything. I like graffiti in Scottsdale. Eh? Yeah, the only graffiti I like saw was these kids graffitiing a wall. And uh, as I was driving back, the, uh, there was cops. And uh, there was the, they were making the kids like paint over the graffiti. <laughs> like, that's the extent of the graffiti knowledge I knew until I like, learned more about it. I didn't realize like street tagging was like a way of communication. Mm. That's like the coolest part about it in my eyes. It's yeah, like... He definitely knows a lot more about that type of stuff. Yeah, it's sick. I always re- would recognize graffiti as like, oh, people smoke there. And like, that's how, I'd, that's how I found my smoke spot, almost in a way. I followed the deer trails, and then I found this like, rain tunnel, and I saw that there was a bunch of graffiti there, so I'm like, oh, people hang out here. Um, and then I, I started looking at it, and it, the graffiti was really cool, because it wasn't just tags, it was like, lots of like artistic stuff like eyes and like uh, different characters and it was almost like a glorified stoner uh, like art gallery in a way so I added my own couple things I added uh, uh, ASU pitchfork to it because uh, it was like on a college campus so I was like yeah I'll do some rivalry here uh, cross co- cross country rivalry ish and then I also put in like this like giant chicken because whenever I get high, I would, like look in between like the in between spaces, like the liminal, the liminal space in between the different uh, yeah. tags and stuff. And I saw this like just chicken. Is that the like, picture you have on your profile? Well, yeah, that's that's that another piece? yeah, that's another graffiti piece because someone painted over my chicken <laughs> after a year of it being there, and then someone fucking. You know, the tides of change come, and they change up shit. So I was like, well, I'm going to just add another <laughs> another piece. And that is the... It's also the icon that I have for um, the Rolling Stoner podcast right now. It's like what you see on yeah. uh, Spotify. Yeah. That's that's my smoke spot back in Baltimore. Which is pretty cool. Like, pretty, pretty, pretty cool. The yard's sick, dude. That's oh, so cool. Oops. It's so good. It's so good. Mm-hmm. The crazy thing is, like, it's kind of hard to practice graffiti a lot. <laughs> you got to keep on finding places to go. <laughs> like, half of the art is just picking the place to go to do it. It's like, even if you do paint the same walls in the same room, eventually, like, you're just going to enclose yourself the room only gets smaller. You think about that? Every time you paint a room, it's getting slightly smaller every single time. In a way. I mean, yeah, but or it's barely, bro. bro. Or it's getting bigger. How does it get bigger? You're painting a room every single time? Through creativity. Yeah, but the layers of paint add True. on and the space yeah. literally contracts. What if you paint like a landscape? 
self-expression and it comes down to like all right honestly if we're gonna be real there's seven billion forms of art because there's seven billion people in the world you know and each one has their own art form that they could find out discover create and perfect if they all just took time and did it yeah it's true have these meager distractions like nine to five jobs or like war famine <laughs> War and famine stopped yeah. me from painting this picture. Tattoos. If not, we could have been. Yeah, tattoos, dude. That's Fucking another type Tattoos of are cool, man. I'm educating myself on tattoo art and forms regularly right now. Like, because I want more tattoos. So, yeah. like, I'm learning the ins and outs, like, the different styles, like, what's in right now. Like, the, the best. trends. Yeah, the trends, all that shit. Like, I want my sleeve to be in uh, like an old school tattoo like American traditional that's good because then it's like you'll never get stuck in the time exactly yeah like that art style is awesome but I also want like black and white instead of just like because like American traditional has like like a set of colors that are really prominent that they Mm -hmm. use in all of them they're like I can't even describe the palette because it's like there's like reds yellows oranges it's like pastel no it's not it's like they're like harder colors there's like there's neo traditional which have like a slightly broader color palette uh, and like slightly finer lines like American traditional normally has like thicker lines it's uh, like kind of yeah, art the, the old sailor tats yeah that that's American traditional mm. like the sailor tats a lot of the time but like neo traditional is like a spin on American traditional where it's like thinner lines prison tats no uh. not prison tats most of those are like stick and poke like that's another type of art form. Have you seen Russia? Have you seen the, the Gulag Gallery? Uh, I haven't, but I'm sure it's beautiful in its own way. In a they, did, they didn't really have electricity back then. <laughs> so, they kind of had to do it manually. Imagine how you had to do that shit. I will get a stick and poke, but just one. Just to say that I went through I it. never. Stick and poke tattoos, mm-hmm. unless you're like, nah, they're just not it. They have, they fade, no. they fade, they look bad. Unless you're like going to someone that specializes in stick and poke. Most of the time you're gonna stick and poke by someone that like doesn't know what they're doing. Yeah, it's a lot of just like uh, teenage girls out of yeah. hormonal desperation. However, like I have seen like like I I'm guess gonna get a tattoo. I don't know if it counts as stick and poke, but I've seen like different techniques. I use it as stick and poke to like like for like color filling using stick and poke. Uh, I don't know. It depends. I don't know, man. Can you cool. do, like, stick and poke to, like, clean up tattoos? Like, fill in shit? Dude, I wish I knew. 
I have a, such a small mind. Oh, you're Mr. You're Mr. I want to learn about the study of ch tattoos. Well, I didn't want to learn about the study of tattoos. I was just like looking. I'm asking questions. I was looking at different tattoo. tattoo styles. Because ah. I was like, I want to figure out like what I want on my body. Um, gotcha. And I kind of found it. So, but I don't Good know. Shit. Self-expression. There you go. I don't know. Was that Even like just the fact of getting a tattoo yeah. is an art form in a way. I mean, like, the, the actual doing of the tattoo, but then, like, going out and being like, I want to get this tattoo on this part of my body because of these reasons. Yeah. That's art. Just something that's, like, important to you, you know? Something that has value mm. that you just had. I'm so. I think that's all folks because I'm tired we hit the limit where I want to hit uh, you know podcasting is kind of an art form too it is but in a way it's more of entertainment yeah but it's it can more definitely entertainment. be I think it could be turned into an art form there are many there's a lot of interesting ass podcasts yeah like Duncan Trussell Family Hour he starts every single podcast with like a I guess it's never mind because I guess it's the music that's the art not the podcast but he makes it into something special but like the way that the medium that of what how you're accessing it is through podcast. Yeah. So I guess it's podcast. Yeah. But like David Cho does some weird ass podcasts. Yeah, I've seen some clips. He dude, he's like an artist's artist. Mm -hmm. the, the Cho show was so fucking cool. He's put a lot of people on the map. Oh, 100 percent. Put a lot of people on the map. Mm -hmm. He puts people on. He's a real one for sure. Love to meet him someday. All right, well, stay high, everybody, and uh, keep uh, doing your own art. You know, paint some shit, finger paint, paint with blood, finger blast.